This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. We're going to switch gears for a minute here, though, and talk about another story that's been making news and sort of got brushed back a bit by all of the fuss around the convoys and the rest. Uh, and that's the situation in Eastern Europe and Canada's involvement in it. As you know, there's a lot of concern that Russia may be preparing for an invasion of Ukraine. Uh, Russia says no, no. Uh, but we, there's a lot of, as you know, there's been focus on that part of the world for, for a few weeks now. As far as Canada goes, we have announced a $120 million loan. And we have also said that we will continue with a training mission that we have running there. We'll deploy 60 additional forces, uh, Canadian Forces members. Uh, we already have 200 there. Um, we'll send non-lethal military equipment. Um, and that's where things sort of go off the rails because um, Ukraine has said we would really, really appreciate Canada getting involved with weapons, right? Lethal defense equipment. We would like weaponry. Um, that hasn't happened. Uh, and there's a lot of people very concerned about why. Why isn't that happening? And, uh, you know, the Ukraine says that's what we need. That's what we're asking for. So let's uh, get some more on this with Eugene Choli now, who is president of Ukraine 2050, which is a nonprofit group established to help implement within one generation strategies for a sustainable development of Ukraine. Uh, he also served as the president of the Ukrainian World Congress from 2008 to 2018. Eugene, thanks so much for your time today. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you very much for having me. So the main concern here, right? Yeah, Canada is in on um, continuing with training and having troops in the area and all this sort of stuff, but it's that weapon component that really is the is the sore spot here, right? Yeah, I think that uh, there are two issues. One is uh, defensive lethal weapons, and the second one is sanctions, increased sanctions. And the uh, essential message uh, is to act now uh, because it's going to be uh, clearly more effective and less. Uh, uh, it, it could prevent uh, a war uh, by indicating to Russia that the price of war is, will be substantially higher than the price of peace. Uh, and we would want Canada to join uh, other NATO uh, countries, including the United States, the UK, Poland, Estonia, Lithuania, Latvia, the Czech Republic, and most recently Denmark, in sending uh, defensive lethal weapons to Ukraine in order to ensure uh, that Ukraine can uh, defend its territorial integrity and stop further uh, a military incursion of uh, the Russian Federation into other countries. And Eugene, uh, you know, you mentioned how Canada is sort of out of step with many of the other NATO countries that have agreed to provide uh, the weaponry. It's not only that, they're out of step with their own citizens. I mean, in recent polling, the vast majority of Canadians would be perfectly okay with the Canadian government offering weapons to Ukraine to defend itself. You're absolutely right. According to a, a survey that was conducted in January by Abacus Data, 75% of Canadians support or could accept if Canada would provide weapons to Ukraine to defend itself. So uh, clearly uh, uh, the Canadian population uh, is very much 
um, uh, behind mm-hmm. uh, the for Canada to join other NATO uh, countries and help Ukraine defend its territorial integrity. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care, and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best—it's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line—it's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI. It's possible because we're already doing it, all while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com/wonder. Um, and you mentioned the deterrent cap- uh, uh, factor that you know the more that NATO's on board and supplying the weapons, it's more of a deterrent to Russia. Um, what is the hesitation from Canada? Uh, I, I'm sure there's been a tremendous amount of negotiation, and I know that um, Ukraine, um, it's uh, you know a bunch of their high-ranking officials have said, no, this is what the ask is. Uh, what's the response from the Canadian government? Why this isn't happening? I think that uh, essentially uh, Canada, as other countries, uh, other NATO countries, including Germany, that have not yet uh, agreed to send defensive lethal weapons, think that a policy, a diplomacy uh, will suffer as a result of sending such uh, defensive lethal weapons. Clearly, that is erroneous. Uh, because uh, uh, the, the Russian Federation continues to negotiate with uh, NATO countries that have sent uh, defensive lethal weapons. Uh, and two, uh, history has taught us uh, that any type of uh, any policy of appeasement with a dictator, with imperialist uh, ambitions, does not work. It did not work in uh, uh, when Neville Chamberlain, the UK. Prime Minister signed uh, an agreement with Hitler, and one year later, Hitler invaded Poland, and we uh, witnessed the Second World War. This, in the same fashion today, to work with uh, President uh, Putin with uh, and thinking about the policy of appeasement will somehow bring peace is uh, the wrong way to go about it. We have seen that uh, in uh, last year when. Uh, President Biden with uh, German uh, Chancellor Merkel um, agreed in July uh, to withdraw the U.S. sanctions against uh, the very contested uh, gas pipeline um, uh, in in Germany from from Russia to uh, to supply uh, the uh, gas through the Nord Stream to gas pipeline to Europe. So one would have thought that this type of uh, concession would bring the best of behaviors Mm -hmm. of the Kremlin. Uh, Immediately after the the, the July announcement until the end of the year, what we have witnessed is gas prices have skyrocketed uh, because the, the Russian Federation wants to put pressure on the EU and Germany to provide a quick regulatory approval of the Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline. We have seen Russia... Uh, stationing about 100, over 100,000 troops uh, on the borders of Ukraine and uh, threatening to invade. We have seen Russia orchestrating with Belarus a migrant crisis at Belarus's border with Poland, Lithuania, and Latvia. And we have uh, witnessed Russia uh, essentially proposing to NATO and to the United States uh, Yalta-type uh, uh, security agreements providing that essentially 
uh, NATO should withdraw its weapons and its presence in 14 uh, out of 30 uh, member states and for us to revert to uh, the old uh, uh, times of, of a Russian empire with uh, Russian zones of uh, spheres of influence. influence yeah. That is Russian's response when one wants to use diplomacy without indicating uh, that one speaks from a position of strength. Right. That is why uh, those who advocate lethal defensive weapons do not think uh, that that is, uh, w- will prevent uh, diplomatic uh, discussions. It will enhance them because Russia will understand that the West is serious about it and will uh, support Ukraine and the price of war will be very high. Yeah, negotiating from a position of strength uh, always seems to make sense, yeah. Uh, Eugene, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you joining us. My pleasure. Great discussion. That's Eugene Choli, who um, is the president of Ukraine 2050 and also served as president of the Ukrainian World Congress from 2008 to 2018. I haven't talked about that story much, but it hasn't gone away um, continues to percolate and uh, all international eyes on that, of course. Um, and then, you know, well, Vladimir Putin's in China right now for the Olympics.